0: You're listening to the dynamic sounds of WLRH, the station with truth. Hello, family. This is LR coming to you once again. I want to begin part two by reiterating what I said previously. To help someone take it to the next level. Are we going to the next level with the whinings, goodness, mercy, and grace? We're all Couldn't even ride Couldn't even ride In a straight Or even take a trip out of town To do what I do I stay at home, stay at home. Lock up in my room With all the windows and doors shut tight We'll be right back. To take us to the predestined promise. What is that predestined promise? God has predestined us to be like Jesus. Romans 829 says for well, Or states, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So you see, I want to keep building the kind of faith that heals and delivers You heard me say in previous podcasts that for every spiritual affirmation, God has shown me physical confirmations. Let me expound on that just for a moment. Whenever a woman gets impregnated by a man, his seed begins to grow inside of her. And forms new life. And unless that mother feeds herself so that the baby inside of her can be fed, she will die and it will die. Well, just like Jesus was trying to explain to Nicodemus to be born in the spirit metaphorically the same thing happens when you confess your sins to God he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness and then what happens new life begins inside of us that's what happened to me in my living room on Central Avenue in 1975 of October. New life began. And unless we are willing to feed that new life inside of us, then we will become stagnated. And almost to the sense of being stillborn, we must, listen to me, we must feast on the word of God. David put it this way, how can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed to thy word, O God. Listen, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you, the computer was created to be like our minds. Whatever you put into it is what you'll get out. I'm saying to the world today, for anyone who's listening right now to the sound of my voice, you have to get the word in in order to live it out. get that? (laughs) This is powerful. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but this is my hope that somebody would understand where I've come from and where I'm headed and come join me in this fight to be free from the world and its ways. Oh, listen, God don't mind us having things. He just don't want the things to have us. So that when he calls us from heaven. On that great getting up morning. We won't want to be like Lot's wife. Turn around and look back. And turn into a pillar of salt. Jesus. No. He wants to look wants us to look forward to continue walking by faith and not by sight you have to train yourself to do this it doesn't come to us by osmosis this is my desire is to help someone understand this this is my prayer That what I'm saying through these episodes, somebody will catch on to it like a fish and a hook. (laughs) And realize that maybe I haven't done what I needed to be doing during the course of my regenerated life. But today can be the first day for the rest of your life if you're willing everyone has exercised faith I talked about in one of the episodes when you go to the doctors or to the uh, repair shop and you are waiting to be seen by the doctor and, and they direct you to the, to the waiting room, you don't walk in the middle of the waiting room and turn around and look at the chairs and say which one of these chairs will hold me? No, here's what you do. That's the rooftop singers. You see, that's what you do. That's exercising faith. What I'm here to encourage you to do to understand how you, through the power of the Holy Spirit, can begin to direct your faith in the proper direction to receive faith that heals and delivers remember what I said in a previous episode Jesus is willing isn't that what he said to the man who had leprosy he said Lord if you're willing you can make me clean what was Jesus reply I'm willing Be cleansed. And instantly, the young man received healing of leprosy. I haven't gotten to the point where I've shared my testimony yet. When I was 16 years old, I received a miracle of healing. Maybe I did on one of the episodes, you know, (laughs) at this Mark 25, I can't remember everything I've done, but let me just briefly run over that. I was in the 11th grade and I had become ill for three months. And for the last month and a half of that illness, my history was um, asthma. I'd gotten over the asthma, but then these penny-sized infection bags developed on my legs from my knees to my ankles. And it was so bad that my legs would stick to the bed at night. So my mother began to wash my legs down with peroxide and rip up sheets, tie them around my legs so that they wouldn't stick to the bed. But every day she would do this. And I had it so severely to the point where it eliminated me to be able to walk. So she called for my cousin Ronnie. To come take me to the hospital. And so he came over. He had a car. We didn't have a car. And my mother stayed home with my brother and sister. And he carried me to the hospital in his arms. As the doctors began to examine me. Because he posed as my brother. I don't think they were willing to do anything further because they couldn't verify our connection. So they came to him and said, we don't know what the problem is and told him you got to take him back home. And so he carried me in his arms back to the car and brought me back home. And my mother continued to do the same thing, wash my legs with peroxide and wrap sheets, sheets, torn sheets around my legs to keep them from sticking to the bed as I slept at night. Well, one Sunday morning, we used to watch Reverend A.A. A. Allen from Miracle Valley, Arizona, a healing program. And as I lied there watching people being healed, you know, getting up from wheelchairs and throwing their crutches away, the desire came over me to be healed. And when he gave a call out to, people in TV, in, in, in TV land or who were watching to come lay your hands on the TV so that you might be healed. We'll be right back after the break. I knew I couldn't walk. I was the only one in the room when that call came out to come lay your hands on the television that he might pray for us to be healed. Knowing that I couldn't walk and couldn't get up and go to that television, I started crying. And then I heard a voice inside of me speak saying, get up and walk. And the pain went away in my legs. And I got up and I walked over to that TV set. Laid my hands on that set. And received healing in my legs. My legs didn't heal from the sores instantly, but eventually the sores healed up. And the marks went away. I don't have any evidence of that ever being on my legs from that time forward. A girl around the corner experienced the same thing from where we lived. But she had these brown spots all up and down her legs. Now, I have no medical diagnosis as to what that was. But I'm telling you, that same voice as I shared in one of my episodes, spoke to me when my car broke down and I took it over to a mechanic to, to repair it. And he said to me, I need <clears> $300. <throat> well, I said, I'll bring it to you on Friday. And Friday came and I started to go over there on my motorcycle with the $300 and Right in the middle of Texas Avenue, I heard a voice say to me, turn around, go back to your apartment. Don't take that money over there today. So I didn't hesitate. I turned around my motorcycle in the middle of the road and went back to my apartment. And the next morning I got up and went over there to the auto repair shop. When I got there, a gentleman came out to, to see what I needed. And I said, there's Mr. So-and-so here. I don't remember his name. He said, no, he left for North Carolina yesterday. I said, when will he be back? He said, he's not coming back. <laughs> oh my God. That man would have taken my 300, hard work for $300 and skipped town and I'd have been short. Oh man. So you see, and that was before I knew the Lord. I was like 21. So hear me, people. God is real. Many of you know this. And many of you don't. But my encouragement to you today is to turn aside like Moses did when he saw the bush burning. And he wondered, how can the bush burn and not be burnt up? There's fire burning in every man or woman of faith who who has committed themselves to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. (sighs) Won't you come join us today? I'm reaching out to you, speaking to the inner man, inner woman in you. If you've been walking around with a void and not understanding why you feel the way you feel, and have never committed yourself to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, I want to encourage you to do so today. All you have to do is just say, Lord, I'm sorry. I hear what LR is saying. I don't fully understand what he's saying, but God, if you're real, help me understand. I want to know you in a real way. The Lord will begin to speak to you and and lift that burden of weight off of you and fill the void that you've been walking around with. And you, too, can begin new life. This is L.R. speaking. Thank you for listening. Now, I want you to go on and have an exceptional day in Jesus. Be blessed and be a blessing. Why? Because we love you. Listen, I truly hope you were inspired by that word. Please understand, I don't have a heaven or hell to put anybody in. But I'm trying to help you understand the need to rebuild, repair, Reconstruct your faith. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. You know the word. And for those of you who don't, come on over. Remember to read the whole chapter of Romans 6 and see for yourself what God is saying in those verses. I love you. We're going to ride this thing out with uh, the whining song. Restoration. Restoration has finally cut. Then been restored back to my place in God What would I know about being restored if I never lost You're listening to the dynamic sounds of WLRH, the station with truth.